your friends. You don't go over there and shake hands, smile, hug their neck. Let's knock them on their backs, butt them in the mouth, knock their ass in the dirt. That's what we got to do. We got to stop that buddy ball, smash everybody in the mouth. Hey, baby, we're going to be here all day, baby. I like this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. This is Hour 3 of Big Dog Sports Talk with Rick Watson on the WRAD Talk Network. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. You know what that means? Do you? We're the underdog. We're mutts. My number one play is the power sweep. If you only knew the power of the dark side... for the Big Dog Sports Talk Power Hour. And we hope you're doing well wherever you might be here on this Wednesday. 8 o'clock Power Hour is underway. It's the Hall of Fame Power Hour. David Till at 835. But first, we're joined by Bill Roth. It's the Roth Report here on BDST. From the talk of the New River Valley, WRAD, it's time for the Roth Report, presented by the University Club of Virginia Tech, Blacksburg's premier private club and event venue. Now along with Virginia Sports Hall of Famer and voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth, here's Rick Watson. Good morning, William. How are you, my friend? Good morning. Nice to be with you again. I was out early this morning with the dog and... I know it said it was 50 degrees. It did not feel like <laughs> it, it was, was 50 not, degrees. Was it? No, no. I'm wondering, <laughs> we're going to have to go shake the thermometer down there with uh, the Channel 7. Um, <laughs> it, are you sure? Did you notice that this morning? Did I it did, feel man. a little bit more chilly it today did. than uh, yesterday or uh, any other day yeah, recently? Yeah, because I was out at 4 a.m. and I'm feeling you. It was like I had to put the hoodie on, man. It was cold. It was cold. You're, this up, you're up at 4. I'm up at 4. Good for, you. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> What a what a night at Lane Stadium! Man. Oh, oh, it was. It felt like it, it the old days in there with the defense bringing guys down and no open doubt. field tackles and harassing the quarterback and the fans engaged from the very beginning. You know, I've said this many times that that it used to be that the entrance, the walk, and enter Sandman that was just the start of things at Lane Stadium, mm-hmm. and and for too long. That was like the only thing people were talking about. <laughs> and and now, and here we are after that big win, and people are talking about, wow, what a great job by Garbett, who was the defensive lineman of the week, and the sacks and the pressure and the open field tackles of Keontae Jenkins and, and the play of, of Chamari Connor and Chapman's interception and Doran Strong's play and the tough running and the big play of, of Keyshawn King, a 65-yard touchdown run. That's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about. And that was really impressive. But as impressive as the team was the the whole atmosphere. And, and Lane Stadium night games are like that. But the tailgating and the way the students were in there early. Uh, the VC announcer, uh, good friend uh, John, came over and he was in our booth. It was an hour before kickoff. It was like 
two or three minutes till seven. And the student section was full. <laughs> well, when your stadium is full, or at least yeah. the, that, the, an hour before the kick, mm-hmm. that's that's exciting. That shows they really want to be there. And Coach Pry, he was so excited coming out. Just looking at the look on his face with the arms in the air, how much he's uh, so grateful to be there and how happy he is to lead that football team. And they bounced back in a big way. So many of the mistakes that they made at Old Dominion were clearly correctable. The mm-hmm. getting on the field late and pre-snap penalties and the turnovers and, and, and those types of things, the poor snaps, none of that was, was evident against Boston College. And so it was, nice to, uh, it was nice to see the improvement from game one to game two. It was good to get a conference victory over a team that had be- beaten Virginia Tech three of the last four years. Uh, it was good to see them – you know, I think we kind of see the recipe here, right, which is going to be um, – I don't want to say play conservative because that's probably not the, the right way to do it, but but maybe play safe and, and let your defense mm-hmm. can, and punter – Great punter, great defense can control field position. And uh, I think uh, it, it's too early because BC's offensive line – is in disarray right now. They got some guys out and whatnot, and we have not seen Virginia Tech have to defend a mobile quarterback yet, right? But it, it does appear that a good recipe for this team will be to uh, rely on its defense to create havoc and then be opportunistic on offense. I was impressed with basically how they kept Zay Flowers from doing much damage. What just four catches? I mean, he's obviously such a good player, and they did a great job on him. They couldn't get the ball to him. They yeah. did eventually. They just started handing it to him on <laughs> yeah, end rounds, right? But, but yeah, they did a really nice job defending him, and they have a couple of other receivers that are really good as well. That the coaches were concerned about. Brad Price, a really good defensive coordinator, and they had a really good plan. Um, he had gone against this offensive coordinator, Coach McNulty who came to BC from Notre Dame. He was with Jerkovic and the tight end. They were mm-hmm. all in Notre Dame. Um, but, but, but before that, he was at Rutgers. And Rutgers had played Penn State some. And so there was some familiarity of how McNulty likes to run his offense and conversely the way Pry likes to run his defense. But, you know, Brent said all along, I, we, we asked him, like, what is the style of your defense? What do you want Virginia Tech's defense to look like? And he said, pop on a Penn State tape. Watch Penn State defend Ohio State. Watch Penn State over the last couple of years. No one has better players in that league than Penn State, mm-hmm. than Ohio State, right? right? Right. Okay. Well, how did they defend them? And that's how they defended them: run to the ball, get guys down. the 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 form of the tackles. No one's going for a big hit, right? They're they get low. Guys in the open field. We're not trying to take his head off. You're not trying to make a big hit to make the crowd go wow, right? Jenkins has a perfect angle. Lines him up. Guy's trying to juke and jive him. He brings him down. And that's what they did. There were, there were so few missed tackles. And, and that, that's what I – that's what Pry wants to see. We had a missed tackle in the old Dominion game that, that would have won the game. Right, right. You didn't, see, you didn't see many yards after contact by BC players. But that, that's only week two. So let's see what happens as we get into the – the, the thick of, of conference play. But if you're a football coach, you love to see your guys just execute the fundamentals. Here's how we tackle. Go bring him down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't hit anybody late. There was no personal fouls, no late hits. Right? Yeah. It, was, it yeah. was just good, clean, fundamental defense. And, uh, and, and that, that, that's what's good to see. Tackling such an issue around college football early in the season especially, so that's a very good trend for Coach Price defense. And 
you know, it leads us into this week, and it's Wofford, and it is what it is at 11 a.m. It's going to be bright and early. It's going to be a little chilly on Friday morning, too, for everybody. We were looking on <laughs> – this is the earliest kickoff on record for Virginia Tech. Right. The previous earliest was the 1993 Independence Bowl, which began at 1140 in the morning. Okay. All right. Now, we can't say it's the earliest kick ever because we know – we know that back in the early 1900s, when every game was played during the day, right? Mm-hmm. Because there, there were no lights and whatnot. Right, right. right. The Hokies' big rival was St. Albans. Or, or, you know, you look at the schedule from back then. They just got together on Saturdays and played. Just some, at, at some point, a game started at 9 or 10 in the morning, right? <laughs> right. Because, because the train didn't come but once a day, and maybe the train came <laughs> at noon. Right. But they didn't, they didn't write down the time. Uh, that's funny. So we don't know in like 1911 yeah, the time. Yeah. We know who won, but there there was no pocket schedule back then. <laughs> so we don't know. I think it's exciting. It's a it's new for Hokie fans, right? Because you got to tailgate in the morning. So if 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 the if the word of the week last Saturday at Lane Stadium was uh, beers and brats, or the word was burgers, <laughs> this week in the tailgate lot, the word will be mimosa. Mm-hmm. Sausage, bacon, yes, absolutely. It's a breakfast tailgate. <laughs> and then you can spend the whole afternoon tailgating. So Yeah, just stay there. Enjoy games. People have their TVs out there in the park. It'll be lot. interesting to see how the uh, how the students, if they get in there an hour before kickoff this week. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to guess probably not. Not as many anyway. <laughs> yeah, probably not. It's Bill Roth and the Roth Report. We'll step out. We'll come back more with Bill. We'll get into the SMA update. We'll find out what's going on while they're working so late. Talk to him about that. We'll also have the Baker team game of the week. Also, the NRV Heart Clinic top three. All that's coming up when we continue along the Roth Report here on BDST. The Louise Baker team of Long and Foster Realtors wishes you the very best of the fall season. Cooler weather fall colors and football. Louise, Marshall, and Rhonda are giving away two tickets to the Thursday night football game of Virginia Tech versus West Virginia. Nothing is better than football at night at Lane Stadium. Ticket giveaway will be Wednesday, September the 21st during the Roth Report. Listen each morning to Big Dog Sports Talk for more details. The Louise Baker team says, Go Hokies! First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg. It has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Zoe's Kitchen, Bull and Bones, Avellino's, and El Rodeo. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling. Visit First in Maine today. The official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. Hey, Hokie fans and alums, have you ever wanted to throw an event or dine with friends with Lane Stadium as your backdrop? Well, now you can. University Club of Virginia Tech is now offering memberships with the complete club experience. You'll have member access to dine during the week, a quiet place to work, an incredible venue to host private events, and most importantly, a setting that fosters community and relationships. For more information, go to universityclubofvt.com. That's University Club of vt.com when you're high you feel different but if you feel different you drive different so don't drive high brought to you by nitsa and the ad council 
I'm meteorologist Catherine Maxwell. We're looking at sunny and 75 for us in Blacksburg today. Most of us will see those afternoon highs climbing into the low to mid-70s. Lots of sunshine is in store for us with that comfortable dew point. Overnight tonight, a little cool with low temperatures, upper 40s and the 50s. That's your hometown forecast on the talk of the New River Valley, WRAD. From the classroom, to the studio, to the stadium, it's time to catch up on the latest from Virginia Tech Sports Media and Analytics Program. Today's SMA update is brought to you by First in Maine, Blacksburg's premier destination to eat, drink, shop, and play. We are back with Bill Roth and the Roth Report and the SMA update, William. We had a bunch of kids over at the Moss Arts Center last night till very late, about 11 o'clock last night. Uh, We call it our gym. And they say, hey, let's get some shots up. And that means go over there, turn the lights on, and no coat and tie. We're not recording it. We're just we're just practicing ad-libbing. We're practicing thinking on the fly. We're practicing. We They have a script, and then midway through, we change something, breaking news, just to see how they react. And there's tremendous uh, cooperation, right? We had 15 young men and women over there last night. And working together as a team. Um, Something else we did last night, Rick, was perform when you're tired. At the very end, a couple of kids were getting tired. Yeah, Like, well, that happens, right? Absolutely. You've got to fight through it. So we worked on that a little bit. I said, who's tired? Who has a headache? And and they thought I was going to say, okay, let's go home. And two students raised their hands. And I said, all right, get up on the set. Let's go. And, And they were great. And we make it a fun thing. There's nothing as graded last night. It is practice last night. I like that. I like, but you know, that's very what you bring up there shows you how thorough the program really is for these folks. Because, yeah, if you're there for three hours, for, especially a baseball game, or if you've been traveling, it gets to you, doesn't it? At the end of a trip, absolutely, it does. And the listener, do, the listener, the viewer doesn't care if, right. if you're tired. That's right. That's, <laughs> right. They don't want to hear right. it. Yeah. <laughs> What's the score? The, the fundamentals <laughs> remain the same. What's happening? You know. Um, if your team's losing, maybe there's a you can be down a little bit. But if your team's winning and you've got a headache, you've still got to perform. <laughs> That's and, right. Uh, That's right? right. Yeah. You got to perform regardless. So it was really good. I, I'm I'm so impressed with our freshman class. We've got we've got uh, a couple of young ladies from the West Coast, which is really cool, and uh, it's, it's really neat, Rick. It's 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 um it's a fun group to be around. Well, you're just like the Big Ten. You're a coast-to-coast program. I like that. <laughs> right? You're East Coast, West Coast. I don't have a billion-dollar television deal, bro. <laughs> true. Very true. Very true. Uh, great stuff, man. I like to hear it. Thank um, you. Though. Thanks. It's awesome. All right. Now, this is cool. I like what you've done with the game of the week. People are going to be amazed to hear this Lions-Washington Commanders situation. Uh, there's a couple different elements to this, and the one you highlight is amazing to me. It really is. So think about this for a second. Let's, let's say you are a – and if you are, I feel sorry for you. You're a Detroit Lions <laughs> fan, right? Okay. The Detroit Lions uh-huh. have been the underdog in 24 consecutive games, the longest such streak in the NFL. Amazing. 24 times they have taken the field over the last couple of years as the underdog. That ends this week. They are favored to beat Washington which I think probably gives Washington a little bit even more motivation. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Washington and Detroit are playing and the Red the oh boy, the Commanders yeah, I do it all the time. I know. The Commanders <laughs> are 
are are are pining for an upset of Detroit. <laughs> Uh, like I was thinking about this. Do you know what happened Saturday? Let me ask you this, because you, you, you're a sports expert. You follow this. Are fans listening? Or, or for the most they part, they are. Yeah, they very know. astute. Do you know who the four winningest teams in the history of college basketball are? Ooh, winningest off the top teams. of your head. Yes, winningest the four teams. teams. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you because that's not the question. Okay. The four winningest teams in the history of college basketball are Duke, mm-hmm. North Carolina, right, Kentucky. And Kansas. Right. Okay. Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky, and Kansas. They've won the most games. Do you know what happened to those four schools last Saturday for the first time ever? Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky, and Kansas. Well, they all won. Did they all win? A football game on the same day. day. (laughs) It had never happened before. Uh, See, that's just unbelievable. Wow. Wow. Right? Kansas won at West Virginia. Kentucky won at Florida. North Carolina and Duke both won football games. They did. Duke was really impressive at Northwestern, too. That was that's big for them. All won on the road. Yes, that makes even yeah right. But anyway, so congratulations to the <laughs> the football fans of Kansas. Your struggles have been even worse than Detroit Lion struggles. Very true. Years, Very right? true. Yeah, yeah. It uh, doesn't make West Virginia fans any no, at this point. No, it does not. <laughs> well, that'll be interesting because I know too. There's a streak in there. I'm not sure the exact numbers. Washington has beaten Detroit many many times in a row in football, or at least like it's like 12 out of 13 or something. So. It's been really interesting, some new things in football. I mean, with the Sun Belt, what they've been pulling off, we oh, saw Marshall man. won. Great league. And, and there's some really good teams in that league. And Yes, um, there are. Yes, you know what are. else I read this morning? Dave Glenn came up with a good note. He was trying to find the last time that Duke, Carolina, Wake Forest, and State were all, all undefeated after this yeah, point in the season. Yeah, that's a good question. And, yeah. and it's been over 100 years. Now, there's an asterisk here. There's an asterisk. Because ordinarily, they will have played each other mm-hmm. at some point. Yeah, right. Right, right. Those the big four would have played at some point in the first three weeks, but this year they have it and they're all unbeaten. Well, it's not. That's a that's a cool stat too to know that the four blue blood college basketball programs you mentioned finally had their football <laughs> success on the same day. That's awesome. That's and I bring awesome. that. Remember last year, who, who was it that like the, the the four winningest football programs all lost on the same day? All lost. Remember on we the, did yes, that? Yes, yes, yes. It was. Well, that was. Yeah. That was. An interesting nugget. They all lost, yeah. Like Notre Dame, Michigan. I'm, I'm trying to remember what it was. I do too. It was, yeah. And they all got beat on the same day. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Great stuff. And that segues beautifully into Bill's NRV Heart Clinic Top Three. Three, two, one. Are you ready for today's countdown? It's time for Bill's Top Three, presented by New River Valley Heart Clinic in Radford. All right. I mean, I love the entire Roth report, but this is always my favorite here at the end. Like so, that. fans, you're going to roll your eyes and go, who cares? And at the end, you're going to go, oh, wow. <laughs> right? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Because we're, the Hokies are getting ready to play Wofford, and our top three are the only three Wofford Terriers to play in the NFL. <laughs> I like it. Right? There, there have been three. Wide receiver Benton Burson, number three. Number two, punter Casey Redfern. And you're going to go, well, why is Roth bringing up this? Because who is number one? Who, who could be number one that would, that would make this 
segment of this institutional radio show, right? <laughs> right, right. Our number one Wofford Terrier football player. He was picked in the 13th round of the 1959 NFL draft by the Baltimore Colts. Mm-hmm. Went on to become one of the wealthiest people in the Carolinas. Bought and then was forced to sell an NFL team. Um, and that is Jerry Richardson. That's a great nug. I didn't know he went to Wofford, man. The greatest no Wofford Terrier ever. <laughs> and just so you know, he, he he I looked this up. He has given, you ready, $258 million to Wofford. Has he really? Mm-hmm. Uh, must be nice. Wow. <laughs> wow. Now his his ending with the with the NFL team down there was uh, mm-hmm. not not a pretty sight no, and, and no. a very disturbing situation there and he had to sell right. the, uh, the team. The right. NFL forced him to give up his franchise. However, as a collegiate player, as a Wofford Terrier and then later as a philanthropist and a guy who gives back to his university, um Jerry Richardson is our number one Wofford Terrier. Yeah, that's a great piece of trivia right there. Uh, he was drafted the year after the greatest game ever played, right? The Allen Amici dive there in the 58 NFL title game. That's pretty cool. And as for the game this Saturday, you know, this is a team that's – they've not scored a point in two games. Yeah. Uh, and they're now they're playing a defense that's hungry. And, you know, they've had – I looked at it. You know, this, this was a team that – not that long ago, like 16, 17, 18, 19, was winning games, and they were going to the FCS playoffs, and they had they had some really good teams, uh, but they've had they have not had a a recovery from post COVID uh, type of thing, and there's there's been some turmoil internally. Uh, as for their team, very I mean when you when you've played two games and haven't scored a point, clearly you're struggling on offense, yeah, yeah. and um, the the quarterback's been there; he's a senior, but he. he they had four different quarterbacks who played for him last year, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I think for for this week, you, you want to see the same type of improvement. Can the Hokies go another four quarters without a turnover? Can they? Can they? They had five penalties last week. Well, maybe play a game with no penalties. Can they continue to improve so that you feel like you're playing really well with West Virginia coming in the following Thursday? Right. That would be that. That's how you'd like to wake up Friday morning if you're that coaching staff. Like, okay, we got better. No one got hurt. We feel good. We've won a couple games in a row. We've we've got some substitution things figured out. I don't know that Tech or West Virginia is going to glean a lot out of the Tech Wofford tape. True. True. And, and I don't know the tech's going to get a whole lot out of the WVU Towson tape, yeah, yeah. but but you you get some stuff right, like some some substitutions and who's playing and this guy was hurt and then he's come back. Like, let me say this before we go. So like Jaden Blue, I predicted back at the beginning of, of camp, like here's a kid he had so many catches at Temple, mm-hmm. he had so he had a prolific Temple career. It, it hasn't happened for him yet at Tech, right? He was hurt in the preseason, has not been really an impact player at all for the Hokies receiving the ball. However, however, go back and watch King's long touchdown run, okay? It's on YouTube. It's on, it's on Twitter. Find it. Check out Blue blocking for him. Right. Those are the kind of things that you like to see. And he was just as excited about blocking for his teammate as he would have been catching a pass. That's the kind of stuff you like to see on, on you know, body language and unselfishness and... A, a, a guy who who probably thought he'd come down to Tech and catch 60 passes hasn't happened yet. 
but he's he's busting his backside to block for a running back downfield. So those are the things. Like when I'm people say you're excited about the win, and I say. Yeah, but what I'm really excited about is how they tackled and mm-hmm. how they blocked. Sure. sure. How they did. Th- those those are the things that lead to winning. Have I been hanging around football coaches too long? Yeah, I know, but it's true. It's true, though. And he wants to see how they respond in a game like this. This is a game they obviously have well in hand going in. They need to take care of business. These are the kind of games that you always get a little, okay, make sure our guys are ready to go type of deal. So. Well, yeah, I mean, what, what upsets a coach in, in a game like this is if you come out there and you line up wrong and you have to call a timeout. Right, right. You fumble the ball because you were thinking about something else, mm-hmm. right? I, I, I don't think that <laughs> we're not far enough into the season that you can even take the pulse of that kind of thing with with the Hokies. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, but we're going to learn. We're going to have a good time, and we're going to have what are we going to have? We're gonna mimosas, have mimosas, bloody marys, <laughs> and breakfast meats. <laughs> we're going to have biscuits and 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 roll roll out of bed. It's breakfast with the Hokies Saturday morning. Kick is at eleven oh one. Indeed, and then you can tailgate. After the game. Right, right. You have the whole afternoon. Take a deep breath and enjoy. That's exactly right. Uh, well, have a good morning. I, we don't drink in the booth, by the no. way. <laughs> <laughs> Might be tempting this week, but they do not drink in the booth. I get it. <laughs> I, um, uh, we, we, you know, we've never done that. Although after the Nebraska game yeah. in 2009, yeah. I, I, I said to Burn if I said, you know, we, should, we, should, we need to have a victory. Team. <laughs> I go, yeah, we need to have a Bo Pelini. A Bo Pelini. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, Oh, buddy boy. All right, right. we'll have a good week. Have a great call, man, on Saturday. There you go. That's the Roth Report with Bill Roth. We'll take a break. We'll come back. David Teal joins us as we roll along here on this glorious, beautiful Wednesday here on BDST. Stay with us. right here in Blacksburg and has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Zoe's Kitchen, Bull and Bones, Avellino's, and El Rodeo. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling. Visit First in Maine today, the official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. Louise Baker, the Louise Baker team with Long & Foster Realtors. Hire an experienced real estate agent to help you navigate the world of purchasing your property. Dealing with lenders, selecting properties, seeing the inside, making an offer, and all of the details to closing. Let a professional help you with the steps. Louise Baker, Long & Foster Realtors. Contact us at nrvhomeswithans.com. Hey, Hokie fans and alums, have you ever wanted to throw an event or dine with friends with Lane Stadium as your backdrop? Well, now you can. University Club of Virginia Tech is now offering memberships with the complete club experience. You'll have member access to dine during the week, a quiet place to work, an incredible venue to host private events, and most importantly, a setting that fosters community and relationships. For more information, go to universityclubofvt.com. That's University Club of VT. VT.com.